Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Something More Comfortable, The Black Velvet Experience. I am your host, Black Velvet, and I am joined by a very special guest. This person, I have known them for a very, very long time. She is an amazing, amazing singer and songwriter. Miss Jamaica, say hey to the people. How y'all doing? How are you doing this evening? I am doing just fine. Thank you. How about yourself? I am doing wonderful. As always, I have my candles. I have my tea. I got my lighting. You know, I got to have my ambiance. So, so, yeah. Um, just to, you know, quick while we listen to the music and you know again let people vibe out to this music for a few minutes i just wanted to point out that miss jamaica has a song out you people huh everybody she got a song out yeah. yes <laughs> itunes huh google play all that she everywhere what's the please what's... remember to like subscribe and share <laughs> Right. What What is the name of the song? Let the people know. Okay. So the name of the song is I'll Go. And like you said, um, it's available on CD Baby, YouTube, um, iTunes, Apple Music, Amazon Music, wherever um, streaming can happen. That's where it is. Pandora. So, and my YouTube page is under my name, Jamaica, J-A-M-I-K-A. So yeah, feel free to check it out Like, share, subscribe Indeed, indeed, indeed I think the very first time I listened to it I probably played it about 15, 20 times it, it is a very, very dope song It, is, I mean, and it I mean, it, even for being gospel It's not overly, like, gospeling It's still kind of Especially when that beat dropped The beat kind of yeah, in, in the car. Oh yeah, it it definitely moved in the car. Awesome. Yeah, so I was like, okay, I see you. <laughs> I see how you moving in these streets. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah, and when can we expect that album though? What's up with that though? So um, the album is in uh, the works. I have a few more recording sessions to come. My goal. And the date that I've been giving out is November 1st. I'm really hoping to be able to release it before then, but November 1st is the uh, official date. Okay, okay, okay. All right. November 1st. Hey, I say I like this. I mean, as much as me being an artist as well, you like, man, I just want to get it out there to the people. Sometimes, you know, taking a moment to just let it breathe and making sure that all the your things are rolling so you know most definitely. that's just my two cents oh most definitely that's why i'm like we're gonna say november 1st because okay. i know how i am i tend to be a little bit be a little bit anal retentive and hearing stuff that i probably know nobody else will hear but i'm like nope gotta fix that, gotta fix that. <laughs> but yeah i just because it's my debut i want to make sure that i do what i'm supposed to do to make that first impression because you don't get a second chance to do that indeed um, indeed and i'm very proud of the songs i'm very proud of the mood the vibe 
Um, like you said, it's not very gospel -y. I have a couple of praise and worship tunes on there, but the whole point of this CD is uh, one of my favorite performers. He calls his music life music. I'm the same. Like, right. it's really based off of my life, my experiences, and how to remain positive in the midst of all the chaos that life tends to bring. So. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, that definitely life music. That song, like I said, I'll go. Like that hit home. It's like, yeah, when circumstances in your life are like telling you, it's this is not. You can't make it. You won't do it. This this can't happen. It's like forgetting all of that and being like, I'll go wherever you send me. That's right. Right. Yeah. That. Yeah. Um. So tonight's episode obviously we are i'm doing love samples as the poem and then we have the three questions as we always do because y'all know the format so the questions are you know as we as you know that all of this is about relationship it is it is about you know how do we have healthy ones and how do we deal with things that maybe in the past maybe weren't always so healthy? Um, so the poem is, like I said, Love Samples. The person that this poem was about, the reason why it is called Love Samples is that their grandmother told them that the little food samples that they hand out in the grocery store, she was like, those are called Love Samples. So with that, let me get into this poem and then we will get into the questions and just enjoy each other's conversation and, you know, maybe get some things out that might help some of you out there that are listening. Uh, quick question. Should I sing the hook or no? Ma'am. Say what now? <laughs> I said, should I sing the hook or no? Oh, you gonna sing for me? I'm gonna never tell you not to do that now. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> okay, so I will sing the hook to this song this time around. As you guys that listened to the last episode know, I did not sing the hook. Um, again, I am not nearly as good as Miss Jamaica is, but. I will do my best. So again, the poem is called Love Samples. Though you say that we're just friends And that you've got a man You keep showing me so much more I can have Than I can So why are you playing games? Toying with my heart Can't you see that you're tearing me apart Yet when push comes to shove Never receiving all love I find myself settling for a sample of your love cruising in the big body sway caressing a bubble see the 
Letters in her eyes, spelling nothing but trouble. Inhale, something freshly rolled as she pours me a double. Girlfriend protects my kids. Hmm. Seeing my lab is a muzzle. Not on the lookout for jackers as we hide behind tent. But her man on patrol. Because if he see us, he bent. Out of shape and I'ma have to put him in line. But the trees have me at ease, so I don't pay him no mind. Skating down 80 on grown men, so we feel like we flying. Lost in the trance, filling up my pants, staring at her eyes, lips breasting behind. Standing on third, waiting for coach to give us a sign. So dust can permeate the air as I'm rushing toward home. And just that, and not a yard in which to bury my bone. But maybe it's the perp talking, because we done blew out the zone. And now our minutes cut short. Her main blew up her phone. Shit. And though I wanted to stay, I don't apply no pressure. Wanna tell her I love her, but I know that was stressor. Cause see, our moments is fragile, could say, kin to a gamble. So simply back in the closer grip tight, the places is ample. See the full menu in her eyes? I settle for just a sample. And though you say that we're just friends. And that you got a man You keep showing me so much more I can have Than I can So why are you playing games Toying with my heart Can't you see that you're tearing me apart Yet when push comes to shove, never receiving all love, I find myself settling for a sample of your love. Now a week or two later, and we at it again, being told to behave, but I keep rubbing her skin. Questions my whereabouts, what I did, how I been. In between, burglarized kisses and beg forgiveness for sin. She tells me to stop asking because she know I ain't sorry. Then I reply that I missed her. She says, yeah, right, nigga, not hardly. I try to convince my words ain't joysticks. She she thinks she hearing Atari. But I'm getting the picture. Lean back and vibe to the beat. Arrive at the marina and volley compliments about smelling so sweet. Then I, then we dismount the ride and enjoy the breeze off the water. Lost in a scene of me all wrapped up in Miss Pyle's daughter. Found gazing intently as the day drifts slowly away. Dreads can seal my morning glory as the sun leaves footprints across the bay. Now we laughing and smiling, snapping pics like a pair. Unconscious gestures as I embrace her face and play with her hair. I'm reaching out for her love. This is the last one, I swear. Protesters and picket signs line the street. But she takes me there. All right. 
Miss Jamaica, you still with me? I am. All that right. was wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So let's get into these questions. Okay. So the three questions are, and then obviously we'll get back and get started the first one. The first is, is there a difference between happiness and love? Number two, have you ever mistaken the two? And number three, have you ever found yourself in a relationship that you thought was loved that turned out to be dysfunctional? Did you run immediately or was it like quicksand? So now that we got those three questions out of the way, the very first question that which I pose to you, Miss Jamaica, is, is there a difference between happiness and love? Oh, um, to me, I would say yes. Um, although the two tend to coincide in many cases, um, I really believe that there is a difference between happiness and love. Uh, for me, happiness is temporary, it can be fleeting. Um, many times it's in the moment, whereas love is deeper. Uh, see, I can, I can be happy with you and spending time with you and not necessarily love you mm. just as much as I can love you and sometimes not be happy. Mm. But because I love you, um, I'm willing to, you know, there's an attachment there. So right. um, for me, love is more of a form of commitment. So because I love you, even though I may not be happy in that moment, I'm still committed to you. I'm still committed to continuing to be with that person or with you or, you know, just whomever, whether it's, you know, in a relationship as far as man, man and female or even friendships, to be honest. Um, but, but I'm not going to let an unhappy moment pull me away from what we have. Gotcha. When I, when I love you. So to me, I think that even though they go together, I think there really is a difference between the two. Okay. Okay. Indeed. Indeed. Um, yeah, I definitely can say that, especially based off the poem is that essentially you can definitely have a lot of moments where like somebody is happy with being with you and hanging out with you. And a lot of times it could be for any number of reasons why a person is happy to be around you or to see you, but definitely it does not mean that they love you. It does not mean that they are even seeking to love you a lot. of And like you said, happiness is a fleeting thing. And so ultimately they could be happy with you at the moment and then not be happy, you know, as time goes on. And so eventually you get, they get tired of you. Whereas like you said, with love, I can love you. I can, I, it is almost like a covenant more than just saying like, Oh, you know, I really enjoy your time. Mm -hmm. And so I'm saying that I, by saying I love you, it's like, it's a deeper thing. I'm, I'm more committed to this thing. And because again, yeah, you're not always happy with the people that you love because again, our happiness. And I think half of it is realizing that, a person can't make you happy. They can add to it or they can subtract from it, 
but they don't actually have any like control over your happiness. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's more of, Hey, if you're not happy and, and the more that we put the onus on ourselves to determine if we're happy or not, it makes everything a lot easier because then you can understand like whether or not a person is draining you for your energy as opposed to really being there for, you know, a real reason. Right. So, yeah. So then obviously the second question is, have you ever mistaken the two? Um, (laughs) I would say yes, in the sense of not necessarily me towards another person, um, but more toward more them towards me. Okay. Um, I think I was more focused on or dwelling on hope than it was really love. Mm. Um, so I know that I've, I have made that mistake and where I thought they loved me, but the truth is I'm going to honestly look at the real definition of love and that it really wasn't. And I was really kind of holding on to hope gotcha. more so than it was actually, than it actually being love right 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 yeah it man and that and again that's really what the poem was about it's they're holding out a hope Mm -hmm. so i definitely have mistaken it many times um yeah because you it's that oh how did somebody put it it's it's we create in our minds what we what the situation is as opposed to really seeing that situation for what it actually is and being able to say, you know what, wait a minute. I'm, I am, you know, forcing this thing or trying to make this thing, or I am romanticizing a situation that is far from, you know, from ideal or far from what I actually want. Yeah. 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 And, and oh my goodness and because it makes me because i was just sitting here thinking and it made me uh it's actually a conversation i had probably last couple of days but it basically so often we process the world through our eyes only mm-hmm. and through this romanticized version of circumstances or the way things happened or and and we always or not always, but many times what we do is we put ourselves as the protagonist as a, and we don't, and we're just like, I'm a victim. This thing happened to me. You did this thing to me as opposed to taking the, the reins of our lives and being able to be like, wait a minute, I stayed in this way longer than I should have or, or I dealt with this thing that I should have looked at it and known what it really was and accepted it as that. And mm-hmm. yeah, you know, trying to, you know, turn something, this ain't gold. Oh no. Uh, you know, your neck is your neck and your wrist are turning green. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody else, <laughs> everybody else telling you your neck and your wrist turning green. And you're like, no, no this, this, this real gold. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. <laughs> is it really yeah be like 
uh, uh, I'm starting to see some copper underneath all that gold. I don't. Uh-huh. Right. And like, I don't know. But us, we're like, no, I, it, no, I'm saying, but yeah. So, yeah, that is, that is definitely one of those things where, and so then ultimately the last question, like, like I said, is finding yourself in one of those dysfunctional situations. Do you notice it immediately or do you just, does it turn into quicksand? So uh, for me, two and three really coincided um, with each other. Um, I haven't been in very many relationships, um, but the few that I have, (laughs) I did learn a lot. Um, I would say one in particular, uh, it was like quicksand. Um, Mm. Like I said, I, 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 it it was not, I wasn't one to expose myself enough to love someone right away. Um, And I have, but at the same time, I've had them say to me, oh, I love you. So then I kind of sit back and like, okay, let's see, you know, let's really see. And um, one really did have me, <laughs> had me fool. Um, but uh, that relationship, the relationship that seems to be coming to mind, um, I think we started hanging out maybe 2004, 2005. Okay. And I didn't break the cycle until like 2012. Ooh, yes, yeah. I'm ashamed of myself. Um, Don't but be. I did learn a lot. Um, you know, it's life. So it is what it is. But, right. Um, it's one of those situations where I was hoping and every now and again, I would see those glimpses and it's like, okay, okay, maybe I just need to be that strong woman and just have his back. He going through something right now. I'm just going to be there for him. And I kind of fell into that rut. And uh, because I've always known, despite how many relationships I've been in, I've always known what kind of woman I wanted to be in a relationship. And so I'm working hard to be her. Um, and then finding out, you know, and hearing it and seeing it and trying, you know, and finding out that I'm, I'm being her, but to the wrong person. And my mom, she always said growing up, she's like, there's always signs to me. There's always signs. And sometimes we don't want to see those signs. Right. And we just kind of get stuck. And that's where that quicksand would come in. Like, nope, I'm going to be strong for them. I'm going to do this. I'm going to have his back. He's going to get it together. Yeah, no. Hmm. <laughs> after a while you just gotta see the you gotta start really seeing the signs right and what you thought was love really wasn't love and um then i had to start thinking okay am i really loving myself because mm. when you get caught up in those situations you stop thinking about you and you so focus on the other person you tend to um you tend to neglect yourself Right, And so I, I, I had to start looking at my self-love. And the minute I started looking at my self-love and realizing who I really am and who I was really being to them, that's when it clicked. Okay, yeah, he, he doesn't love me. Um, he is not deserving of what all I'm, I'm putting forward, especially when it's not being reciprocated. Right. I started off having his back, but now it's like, mm, I think he done got comfortable. Right. So, um, yeah, it can be rough, though, especially when you, you have really invested yourself you like you don't want that to fail. Like you put too much into it. Like this has to work out. Right. But um, so it's easy. So I, for them, for those females that might be out there right now that's dealing with that, I need y'all to do some self reflection because I'm telling you, we are so much better. We are so much better than that. Um, and we're queens, and we need to be treated as such. There's a difference between having his back. And him not having yours and having his back, and then he's just taking advantage. So. 
Right. Listen, I'm <laughs> listen. And because I was sitting here thinking while you were talking and and it, and it was like when you said that she's like, oh, the, there, there are signs. And, and, and I started I started thinking about, you know, how you uh, bridge out, you know, because because they give you warnings like kind of, you know, a little far out from the bridge being out because they they don't want you to get all the way up to it and then realize it because now you're trying to hit your brakes before you go off the side. And yeah, and so it's like you're in this relationship and you're going around this corner and it's like a uh, bridge out. Mm-hmm. What did that sign say? <laughs> oh no. And just and you just keep driving. And then it's like flashing lights. Uh bridge is out. What what are they talking about? Let me tell <laughs> you know, and it's like I'm going to keep driving because I want to see if what they are saying is true. If the signs are saying what I think they're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's, it's trying to like, like I said, at the last minute, you know, turn the car and hit your brakes and like, Oh man, the bridge was out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The, the, the signs have been telling you, for a while (laughs) that the bridge is out why haven't you been listening (laughs) yeah that that (laughs) yeah it's that's hilarious but but then again it's not it because it's like you said it's the reality of because as men we do the same thing um quiet as is kept you know because uh i realize that as a society we and we are starting to, but for a very long time, as a man, you just couldn't say anything about anything. You know, mm. you couldn't say anything about relationships. You couldn't say any. I mean, obviously, you might say t- stuff to your friends or whatever, but like as a whole, we are were never really allowed to have this voice to be like, yo, because women can be abusive and you know, just as verbally abusive as men can be and mm-hmm. and all of these things. And like you said, they can make you think like, OK, I got they back. I'm a I'm a good man and I'm on I'm going to have her back. Yeah. She just needs me. Yeah. She just needs somebody to love her. Right. And then she'll get it together and everything will be cool. And then it's like, mm, no, it it won't be because. And, and, but that's the thing. They will, they will, um, suck it up because, hey, I enjoy this attention. I enjoy what you are for me. I never intend to be with, or, or like you said, I, I give you glimpses. Mm -hmm. But really, that's just to manipulate you to keep you hanging on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. It's it's I'm gonna just give you just enough. Mm-hmm. Just enough to keep keep that hope. Oh, whoa, whoa, wait, her light going out. It's dimming a little bit. Here, 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 here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like holding you hostage in a basement and then just be like, Ooh, wait, I haven't fed you in a couple of days. And I notice it, ooh, oh, she fading. Oh, let me let me give this person, you know, a little bit. Just enough. To, to keep their life force going 
just so I can continue to drain it. Yeah. 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 And it's, yeah, it's like you said, it's realizing, wait, I love myself. Mm-hmm. And and again, that like I said, the same way that women out there need to realize that men need to do the same thing Most definitely. to understand that. Listen, because society tells us a lot of lies about relationships, you know what I mean? And because, you know, for women, it's like you're shamed if you have a high body count. Men are celebrated for having a high body count. Come on. Oh. But oh. <laughs> but the the end result still is the same. And it's you have to stop and be like, wait a minute. I don't love myself if I'm just out here with every chick that that is, you know, that'll give it to me because that's the thing. <laughs> if they giving it away for free. Come on. If they giving it away for free, it's likely because it. What they say, you get what you pay for. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yep. Because because you're not going to be able to get. Just like if you see somebody that got somebody, <laughs> you know. Uh huh. And okay. but they trying to give you time. Yep. Yeah, it's like. No, my time is worth more than being, than you giving me what, what's left. Like flat out, you know what I mean? Like, so true. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, why would I, you know, like, I know how dope Jamaica is. You know, I went to high school with, with her. So it's like, I know what kind of person she is. Obviously I don't know all of who she is because again, you can't ever know all of who somebody is unless you spend way more time with them. Right. But in knowing what I know of you, it's like, yeah, it's like, you know, people are dope and you're like, why is, cause, and people will do that. And be like, why are you dealing with that situation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, why are you allowing him to, why are you letting her string you along? Why are you, you know, why are you in these situations when there is no reason for you to be in them? Mm-hmm. Hey, go be by yourself for a little while. Hmm. Mm. That's too much like that. <laughs> 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 and it's easier when you're on the outside looking in than it is when you're in it. Right. It's like you said earlier, those blinders are on. You, you're seeing what you, you're seeing, what you want, you know, what you want to see and not necessarily that reality. Indeed. Indeed. You you are very correct. You you are you are creating a reality from hope as opposed to looking at what the reality is and being yeah. able to be like, wait a minute, that this brother is not me me any good. Mm-hmm. But I cook for him. Mm. I clean for him. I mm. I give and I give him all of the, the perks of, and and people say wife, but it's like just the perks of, of being with me and being loved by me because, because again, people act as if 
I wouldn't, if I really loved you, right? And you really loved me, right? And we were in a relationship and we didn't live together. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me that there would never be a time when you would come over and cook for me? There would never be a time where I wouldn't come and cook for you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. People try to make it seem as if, oh, well, it's only, you know, the, the title of wife or husband makes a person. No, because half of why I, how do you get to becoming the husband and the wife? It's like, I treat you a certain way to where you realize that, wait a minute, I I might need to lock this one down. Hold on. There it is. Right. I might need. Yeah. So I'm. And, and too often, um, and this is a sad thing in, in society, like, period, is the fact that we are taught to give our bodies. Because I feel like it would hurt less if you just cook for people. If you just, like, all right, I cleaned up his place a couple times or whatever. It, it The investment doesn't seem as deep as it does when you make that that soul connection when you actually sleep with one another. Because if I, you know, if, if we just had some dinners or whatever and, I, you know, I cook for you and you cook for me and it's like I can walk away from that and be like, man, we had some dope times. And, but I, hey, all right, cool. But it's when we add that physical to it that it's like, mm, I've invested so much in this. I don't want to give up. And you're like, hmm. But yeah, but you, you, yeah, because like I said, you would cook for people, even if, like I said, we're not sleeping together. It's like, hey, we're not having no sex until we, until we do get married. And then with time, that, yeah, there's so much to this. <laughs> May I? Yes, please. I, I, I just like where you're heading. Um, for me, uh, see, for me, it's always been like the sex, the lovemaking, like that's extra. That just seals the deal. Right. Um, and for me, anytime that I've ever decided to walk into a relationship, I always felt like relationships were my opportunity to start preparing myself for wife. Because that's the ultimate goal, right, is to right. get to know somebody and hope that or get to that point where, you know, you'll keep progressing in the relationship. So I go in looking like, OK, this is how I plan on treating my husband. I'm going to show you what you're going to get if you choose to continue to be with me. Right. So for me, as um, in my as far as I'm concerned, I think for me, sex was extra okay. because it's so easy to just have that one night stand, you know, get your, you know, get your, get the edge knocked off and keep on moving. Right. Whereas I am not just investing my body, but I'm investing my heart, my mind, my time. Right. I'm showing you what can be yours and what is yours. It's your, it's your, your, it's your responsibility to see it and then take advantage of that opportunity. Cause my mom also used to tell me, she was like, don't start nothing in a relationship that you're not going to be able to finish. So right. I'm not going to sit here and cook for you every day. And then when we say I do, stop cooking. Right. right there. Like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I love you every day. And once we say I do, I stop. How dare I? You know, so you got when you going into relationships, you're going in being you. Right. And the best you possible. But know that that's you. It's got to be that consistent. you. So right. if it's something that you know you're not going to continue to do, don't even start it. Right. So for me, 
all those others, all those smaller intricacies, that's what really makes me, you know, fall for somebody that, that, that your ability to come to me and talk to me whenever you, you know, you feel a certain way, the fact that you're willing to be open in your communication, the fact that, um, you know, we can, we can spend time together and our conversation and our, our touch and our kiss, those all, that's real intimacy right. to me. Listen, so that's really talk to where the, the whole talk falling in love thing happens. The sex, that's just extra. And the more intimate you are outside of that sex, that's what makes the sex like bomb. Mm. I mean, later. Mm. So the sex is extra. But Listen. it's those little things. That's That's the stuff that makes people I mean, to me, that's what makes me fall in love. Listen, listen, man, that, that part, it's the, like you said, it's the, it's the extra. And then, like you said, it's the ability to continuously do something. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Hey, this is who I am. This is what I'm, you know, right. Like you said, it's, it's like, this is an audition. It's like, Hey, this is, this is who I am. This is what I I'm about. And it's, it's up to you to determine whether or not. Um, but like you were saying before, it's also up to me to not get so caught up in you yes. that I miss the signs that you, because I may be husband material or wife material, but you may not be. Right. Oh, also, it's kind of like, so... I walk into a restaurant or whatever store and I'm like, and I'm trying to fill out an application and I haven't even looked at the window to see, are they hiring or I haven't, and I have, or I haven't asked nobody, are they hiring? Because too often we are trying to get a job that there is no occupancy at this point. That position is not, it's not even that the, the position doesn't exist, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but no, but I'm this and I, I could do, but I ain't looking for that. Mm -hmm. I don't need that here. Mm -hmm. Cause it's like, for me, like I, I'm an Intel analyst, right? I I don't even want to get into what that actually is, (laughs) but but I'm an Intel analyst. But then that would be me like walking into like, you know, a graphic design place and being like, hey, man, I can do analysis for you. And they're like, what? We don't we don't need that. That's not, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not what we do here. It, and, and that's it. Too often we are. And that's how we get into what seems like a dysfunctional situation it may not even be that dysfunctional. It's just the fact that you're not paying attention to the fact that this person is letting you know a lot of times non-verbally that I don't want what you are offering me. Yeah. I will take it, mm-hmm. but I don't really want it. So I'm just kind of like, eh, I'll take it. I'll leave it. Hey, wait, 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 wait. She going to stop he or she is going to stop doing that thing that I want them to keep doing. You know what I mean? It's basically you going to work for somebody for free. So you are, you just, you just in an internship. Right. They don't really want you to work there. They are just like, Oh, I getting free labor out out this piece. Mm -hmm. 
right to where it's like wait hey whoa 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 like recently i've been in that situation where it's like hey we ain't got none and it's sad because it's like some people have been been uh indoctrinated with this idea that the physical is what every man wants or needs or is looking for and it's like whoa 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 time out no i don't need that and you don't need it either what we need is to do you know who i am Mm -hmm. do you know what i like do you know what i don't like do i know what you like and what you don't like because the more I find those things out, I can find out we maybe we're not compatible at all without even having to really, really, you know, it's like, what kind of questions are you asking people? And, and, and not necessarily to you. I would pose that to the, to the audience though. Like what kind of, what kind of conversations do you have with people? Yeah. yeah. You know, before you even really get into to a place where you're like, okay, I'm on, I'm on, I'm gonna be like this. Yeah. You know, we see, oh man, they fine and they da 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 da. But it's like, but uh, you know, ask questions, ask real stuff. Hey, what are your insecurities? Hmm. What are your insecurities? Because if they are hidden and I never find them out there's a minefield inside of your personality and inside of your spirit that I'm going to step on all the time because I don't even know what it is that, you know, who you really are. I just see you and you fine. And I love the fact and we, and you're funny and and we can talk, but what are you talking about? Right. Are y'all, do y'all even have the same kind of conversation? Chris Rock made a joke one time. It's like, you can't have one person, she going to church and he a crackhead. It ain't going to work. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> because, they, because your, your, you know, your priorities are in two totally different places. Yep. So, yeah, it's, you know, like I said, because that's what this whole show is all about. It's about bringing out this kind of stuff and you know what I'm saying? And having like these real conversations about it so that we can stop just, Oh, you know, women ain't, you know, these women ain't about nothing or these men ain't number dogs. And it's like, no, the one that you were talking to was, but every one of them isn't. Every woman isn't horrible. Just the one that you were dealing with. Correct. Until you get, and getting past a lot of the things, because that's another issue that we have is the, we create a cycle. We create this cycle where we have something bad happen once with one individual. And then the fear of that thing happening again, we unconsciously create that again by the person we pick, by not doing some of the things that like I, we were just saying as far as asking questions and knowing a person, mm-hmm. you know, really, hey, you know, 
know who they people are. Mm-hmm. Do you know who your daddy is? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because it all goes hand in hand. It, but all of it, all of it goes hand in hand in healthy relationships. Because, because even if you never, if you didn't know your dad, or maybe your mama, you know, all of that stuff communication like you said mm-hmm. transparency mm-hmm. hey no I didn't know my parents oh okay knowing that you don't didn't know your parents I can I can now go into further detail and figure out like okay well you know different things to be able to then understand you because love part of love is understanding you know, yep. part of truly That's loving true. somebody is understanding them because then we have less conflicts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was that was definitely a, a heavy one. Mm. Definitely a heavy one. Um, I am over here looking through my book, trying to find the poem for the next episode oh. <laughs> yeah man what's going on what's on your mind i mean there's just so much that one can t- like this this show could go a whole nother hour you know what i'm saying uh, there's just so many things indeed that can be touched but man it's it, <laughs> love is a tricky thing life is a tricky thing shoot so listen yeah not just about hearing what people saying, but also sitting back and observing and making sure that their actions and how they behave right. is lining up with what they said to you. Right. I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. Right. Because I could tell you one thing. Mm-hmm. Be something completely different. Yes. Like, for example, I somebody was doing something. And I was, and I'm looking at them do this thing. And I asked them, I said, hey, do you do that because you actually enjoy doing that? Or because someone else over time, you know, made you feel like that was what you had to be doing in order to be pleasing? Mm. And then they stopped and were like, wait, what? And they were like, whoa. Because nobody had ever asked them that. Nobody had ever even cared enough to ask that question. To say, hey, do you really enjoy actually doing that thing? Or is that just, you know, because again, that's a part of, like you said, life is hard. Is that we, sometimes we just get caught up in this this something that we were told when we were young we got caught up in that thing and then we made that part of our personality not realizing that is not even who we are right hmm. right Man. right that's deep you, <laughs> you know and it and it what what? Huh? Man. 
I'm I'm just I'm I'm vibing on what you're saying right now. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm I, just saying there's it's, it's <laughs> Yeah, we 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 I'm on I've been doing this for this long because and I'm in my own head. This situation happened. I put it in my head that this thing so this is only thing that women want from me. Like for for a long time, like to be transparent, you know, is for the longest time is like the voice, the lips, all that, da, 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 this this whole thing. And it's like, you know, and it's like, well, that's all they want from me. Yeah. Or or no, not even necessarily that that's all that they want from me. So it's it's putting into my own head that that's all that they want from me. And but even more, that's all I'm good for. Oh, say it. That's all I am good for. And so don't even offer any of the other stuff that I really am. Right. Don't even show that. Don't because they don't care about that. They don't want that. Hmm. All and it's the same way for for, you know, for women. It's like well, men only want this, this, and this, so I'm going to be this, this, and this. And it's like, but wait, is that every man or just the men you? Because then what happens is as I make that part of my personality, I attract the people that help to reinforce that lie. Yes. Yep. Man. Yeah, you're right. This this could go on for. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, man. Whew. Yeah, right. that, yeah, and it is heavy. Yes. Super heavy. And but that again, that's why we do these shows. You do this. We do this because it's asking questions or and. And getting people to ask themselves those questions. Really stop. Stop just going through life and letting life happen to you. Stop and be like, wait, what part do I play in the way that my life is moving? Yes. You know, because it's like, it's like the train going and then, wait, who... If I'm back here, who is the conductor? Right. Because you're playing a passenger in your own life, and it's like, no. Mm-hmm. You got to go up there in the front. and Because if, if you let any... Listen, people will steer you off the tracks. <laughs> You'll end up in a different part of town that you didn't plan on being in. Yeah. Like, why am I over... I don't even like this. I don't even like being over here. Right. <laughs> you know, so yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, but yeah, it's like I said, it's the, to ultimately this dialogue is so that you people out there, you watching it, listening to it for you to have this conversation with yourself. Yeah. Find a quiet place, and because again, we we are good at distracting ourselves mm-hmm. from, and we treat our symptoms 
but we don't ever figure out what the disease is. So we never actually go and, and figure out, well, why am I feeling like this? Why does this keep happening? Why do I keep attracting these people? Take some time and talk to yourself and figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We, we going, <laughs> we going, we going to put this one down for tonight yeah. and we will. <laughs> yeah. Another episode. I will come back to this and address it. Cause it's, yeah, it's a heavy one and it, it's a lot of stuff to unpack. There are a lot of things to unpack in that. Um, but again, I want to get into, oh, Lord, I turned to the wrong poem. <laughs> I was so focused on the on the conversation, I didn't forgot what I was doing with the book. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's the conversation right there. Listen, listen. <laughs> yeah. So, because obviously, like I said, as you guys know, at the end of every show, I do a piece for the next show. And then... That is where we get our topic for the next episode. Um, oh, man. And I just, I turned to a page. And again, as I'm turning through my book, something more comfortable in the black belt uh, by myself. Hold on. For all the people that have never seen it. Boom. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you can't see what I just did, but I held the book up. <laughs> But yeah, the book is called Something More Comfortable. It's available on Amazon. You got to put in Something More Comfortable, Black Velvet. Boom, it pops up. Or you can go to the website, www.iamblackvelvet.com. But, and ultimately that's for people that want the book to be signed because obviously I can't sign the one from Amazon. <laughs> uh, huh? I was just gonna I was just gonna follow up. Get that book, y'all. It's good. I got my copy. Just saying. <laughs> Thank you very much, ma'am. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So the poem for the next episode is called Hurry Home. And and cause I figured, you know what, we didn't we didn't had some some a lot of different things that deal with love and relationships and you know, I just kind of wanted a little change of pace because this one was, like I said, very, very heavy. So I kind of just lightened the mood a little bit. Hurry home. You arrive home. Tired. Sweaty. Scarred. Rose petals lead you out of the forest and into the arms of your big bad wolf. Strip naked of your cares. Drowned sorrows haphazardly careen down soap-filled drains. Expert hands massage your deepest tissues as candlelights flicker against the walls. One of the reasons my father detached parts of me and created desire. Your flame slowly grows, raging from the teasing touches of finger brushes against erect nips and pillows of breasts. Unable to overcome the force and fury of lust tidal wave, you dive 20,000 leagues under the sea and expose your emotions to the depths of me. Pink carnations and baby's breath rush up and down my shaft. The circus is in town. 
you entertain my kids with your juggling act. Nearing countdown, I try and preoccupy my mind and my time with nature's origami. Fondling folds that unfold to expose folds that give resonance to your clear. As my nature explores your oral recesses, my lips find themselves locked on parts of you, the birth civilizations. And drips of organic funk flow down my throat to form a river of you in my belly. Words begin streaming into incoherent murmurings. Conversations break out between the creator and his creation. Shouts to the angels, I am your hallelujahs, hallelujah. Crying my name, your collective savior, delivering you from hellfire with my silver tongue. Spasms and gyrations like African tribal dance. Damn, Black. I'm about to come rings out, and the heavens release their precipitation. I glide back over your terrain and make your lips my landing strip. You smile at the sweetness of the tree's nectar. Then I die in your bosom and live in your lap, sharing with you my secrets, and your cave's walls are my diary to hide from the world's my insecurities. Soon we transform my status. Keys and ignition. You ride me like 22-inch spinners on a 92 Caprice. Bouncing and switching lanes like your ass was equipped with hydraulics in my dick. Hmm. My dick was Crenshaw Ave. Reaching for a handful of mahogany and leaping from the cliff without a parachute. Onto my waiting spear. Committing suicide again. And again, and again, I begin to roar as if Tarzan in the trees. You activate your nitrous boost as bucking fast and furious. Unable to hold the eruption, my geyser shoots off like 4th of July celebrations. Not far behind, we reach the peak of the mountain together. Then with the moonlight kissing our Naked Nubian bodies, we lay back, your head on my chest, hand on my manhood, converse for minutes that give way to hours, and just chill. All right. Are we okay, ma'am? You good? <laughs> This poem gets me every time. Indeed, indeed. All right. So with that, folks, it has been a pleasure. Miss Jamika will actually be joining me for my next episode. Like, what? I get two? I get two episodes. So, yes, we will continue on the next episode. You guys have an amazing one. As always, this is about peace, calm, and relaxation. And we will talk to you next time. Bye.